Are you an entrepreneur looking to have your business grow with a little help from the internet? Well, you've come to the right place. Welcome to Harness the Web with your host, Steve Pack. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Harness the Web. And today we're here with Zoe Kennedy. Zoe is, uh, she's from the UK. You'll be able to tell that right away. Um, <laughs> But uh, from, from what the curtains? <laughs> yeah, the from the, yeah, from the decor, you'll be able to tell she's from the UK. <laughs> it really looks like that. But uh, in any case, so just tell us a little bit about yourself. Okay. Um, well, where to begin? Really, that, that's a kind of open, really big question. Uh, but I suppose uh, just to give you a bit of an overview. I guess, uh, from the word go, uh, especially at school, I never really knew what I wanted to do, right? Um, I think I went from Christmas tree seller to pilot to wing walker. And after doing an engineering degree uh, at university, I did a number of ski seasons in the Alps as a chalet host, uh, you know, the hostess with the mostess. Uh, I've done bar work, I've done admin, logistics, business development, operational roles. I've even run Microsoft classes and even digital photography classes. Uh, but I did finally end up in an IT role. So I did kind of like uh, this role initially because it was very customer-facing, uh, and I uh, spoke to a lot of people every day. I got to resolve issues, um, which I guess in itself is uh, very rewarding. However, the opportunity to progress um, was limited. So, you know, management progression wasn't there. So I moved up the technical ladder, and although the peer was better, it was kind of lacking in human interaction. As they say, money isn't everything. So I literally ditched my uh, den of robots and uh, headed off uh, to the Alps uh, once more with my beloved snowboard. So for those of you that don't know, really, I am a keen snowboarder. Uh, I suppose I've always had a bit of an affinity with the mountains. So for me, that's where I feel the most at ease uh, and pretty much complete control of my own situation so for me it's very good therapy uh, as, as long as you don't injure yourself i guess yeah so, yeah um yeah yeah <laughs> uh, so i suppose so i suppose in time you know i did really use this time specifically uh, to figure out what i wanted to do um and I, I guess i really understood that i didn't want to work the nine to five rat race anymore so uh yeah when i got back it really did all start from there, really. So I, I got an opportunity to uh, do some marketing and sales uh, for a construction company. Uh, and that's really where it all started in terms of making my mark using LinkedIn to tap into, you know, millions of pounds or, or dollars worth of construction projects. So you're, um, a, link so you're a LinkedIn pro, right? Uh, yeah, that, that's what I've become, a LinkedIn expert. Anything LinkedIn, lead generation and converge, conversion really is kind of where I, I'm at. And um, with, with that uh, success there, uh, after working with a construction company, I actually launched a, a training product uh, with serial uh, entrepreneur, who you might know, being from the States, Matt Bersak. And yeah, that was kind of the, the real kind of scalability in terms of launching my own business. And from there, actually, uh, Ted Bajomu, who's a coach, a LinkedIn coach, uh, I, I helped him for a bit as well, uh, servicing his clients. But then ultimately, I set up my own business, Targeted Leads you know, to specializing in lead gen and conversion. And you spell target leads funny. Yeah, well, you've got to stand out these days, haven't you? You know, so <laughs> my, my, I think my, name, my name's Zoe, so yeah, we like the Zs in the family. So yeah, instead of leads uh, spelt with an S, I, I put a Z on the end, yes. Signature. That's cool. That's cool. 
<laughs> that's cool. So you've told us a lot about you, really. That's, that was really good. Now, tell us something that nobody knows about you. What's something that people would be really surprised to hear? Oh, well, I don't know, personality-wise, um, I mean, I think I tend not to beat around the bush, really. Uh, it's quite an English expression, no doubt. Um, but I am quite matter-of-fact, and I do operate quite impulsive. So my decision-making, um, yeah, it, it's quite um, impulsive. Uh, and when it feels right, I generally go with my gut. Because I, I find if I start analysing, and I'm sure lots of people would agree with this, um, when you start analysing too much, you kind of tend to talk yourself out of it. Uh, and I think with me uh, growing up, I, I wasn't particularly the world's best communicator. So I kind of have this saying that says, you know, actions speak louder than words, uh, which for me was great because I didn't speak that much. So so really, that, I think that kind of probably um, explains a little bit about, you know, the way I kind of am really in terms of what I like to do and, and how I like to do things. You know, I, I'm definitely uh, not wishy-washy. I just want to get on with the job. And if I've said to do something, I want to do it. Cool. Very cool. And tell me, where in uh, the UK do you, are you, where do you live? Like, where's... Okay, so, well... Where, where's your uh, shire or whatever? Is that what you said? The, the shire. <laughs> it is the shire. So, it's actually God's country, you know. It's the biggest counter, county in England, and um, that is Yorkshire, so, uh, or Yorkshire. So, that's where I'm from. Uh, so, just outside York, in a small village, not much, apart from sheep and rabbits, but you know nice. that's why with the decor you can see behind me you know it's very fitting for where yeah. i live <laughs> that's cool that's very cool um so tell me a little bit tell me like like what you do but maybe like if we were if you met me on the street and i said hey okay. sorry what, what do you do how would you answer what, it's like my elevator pitch yeah yeah your elevator pitch okay how long have i got <laughs> as long as you want you time me all right okay <laughs> Okay, uh, well, I would describe myself as a, a B2B, a business-to-business marketer. So basically, if your business sells to other businesses, then my company uh, can help you uh, generate leads unique to you and your business. So our leads are highly targeted. We don't just generate any old leads. Um, no, we want to generate leads that match your best customers. So, uh, well, realistically, what good is a lead if you can't turn it into a profitable customer? So I think we look at the whole process uh, in terms of converting those leads into profitable customers. And ultimately, the more relationships you build, the more opportunities you're going to have to convert those leads into actual business. And that's exactly what we do. We generate leads and convert your leads into profitable customers using LinkedIn. Okay, yeah, I was going to ask you if you, if you focus <laughs> primarily on LinkedIn. Right? Yes, yes, we yeah, do. Yeah. That's cool. Um, and like, so do you have like a core product or core offering now? What do people like to buy from you? Yeah. So, um, well, we, we do a lot of profile makeovers because ultimately your LinkedIn profile is your shop window. Um, so this is the starting point for clients uh, for wanting to do LinkedIn marketing. So we do a complete rewrite uh, of the profile. Um, because a lot of people still have their, their profile like a CV or resume, uh, which is fine in recruitment terms, but not really if you're trying to, you know, do lead generation and sales. So your profile really, um, you know, has to speak the language of your prospects. And, you know, it's all about uh, reworking the profile um, to kind of get um, your prospects to engage with you. Um, so, yeah, that, that, that's one of the things we do. We also, I would say that our core service, if you like, is campaign management. 
Um, so, you know, where we, we kind of take care of the lead gen and engagement process for our clients. So that's, um, there's lots of parts to this. Um, you know, you, you can look at adding new leads and building the relationships, you know, through initial communication. Um, and then obviously you have, after that, you need to look at follow-up communication. So uh, we could also look at your existing network. Uh, and a lot of people already have a number of connections already. So, you know, it's all about how to re-engage those existing connections, um, you know, through, um, and, you know, there's update messages you can send out, you know, there's just so many things that you can do in, in that part. Uh, but yeah, we really look at the whole, uh, manage the whole process. Um, and it's really, I think the key thing really is, you know, it's, uh, you know, lots of company, uh, companies are selling like, you know, my types of services, right? So it, it's not just about, um, well, creating messaging that resonates. It's also about like trying to make you stand out from everybody else uh, and getting those, that, that point in your messaging is, is really key. Uh, and that's what we help our clients with as well. So, so is that what makes you unique or makes you unique in the, in the marketplace? Yeah, I think you, well, you have to um, stand out. I mean, ultimately LinkedIn really is very good for relationship building uh, and that's what it's all about. You know, people buy from people and, you know, everyone's buying decision is different and takes longer. So ultimately the more you put in, the more you're going to get out. And, you know, it's like a lot of people know me um, as the snowboarding chick um, that does LinkedIn marketing. Right. Uh, And why do they know that? That's because in, in my communication, when I'm engaging with these people, you know, I tell them that I like snowboarding. So they remember that. So if there was, you know, if they had a requirement and there's a hundred other companies doing what I do, uh, they're going to remember that, oh, that snowboarding chick, you know? So it's creating, trying to find your unique selling point, but also positioning yourself uniquely. So they remember you when they do have a requirement. Okay, cool. That's very cool. Um, so, you know, being in business is a, is a pretty tough thing. You've been in, you've been in a lot of businesses really, but for a while, um, tell us a story. Yeah, tell us a story about a time when things didn't go well, didn't go as you would have liked, didn't go well. Good question. Um, I think I think business is about trial and error, ultimately. Um, you know, not everything goes the right way, uh, but ultimately it's about getting back on it, and that, that's that's the – the key thing I, I would really, really focus on. I think that there's so many things in marketing because marketing, don't forget, is so subjective uh, and we spend a lot of time testing what we do. Uh, and, you know, we can have the same client with the same company doing the same type of style of messaging. And sometimes it gets, um, you know, engagement. Sometimes it doesn't. It just fails miserably. Why is that? Because it's subjective. So, you know, I think when, when you know, you, you've got to, for, for our clients, it's important to kind of set an expectation so that they don't feel like, you know, uh, that, that you're not doing the job. This, this kind of job marketing takes um, time to get working. Um, it's a slow burn. Uh, there's no quick magic answer. So, yeah, I, I think marketing really is like setting, um, you know, m- money on fire. That's what it seems like initially. But once you've got it going through testing, and it's also about understanding, you know, your kind of um, – benchmarks the things that you you know the things that you're looking at the key performance indicators uh, and monitoring them and understanding when it's not working and stopping that i think a lot of people don't understand when to stop so 
yeah, although it's not like a, a direct, you know, I have lots of experiences of that for sure. Uh, but I think overall, that's probably one of the, the things that I think, you know, um, things can go really wrong really quickly, especially if you've got your budgets when you're doing monetized advertising as well. Um, you know, it can get quite quickly out of control if you're not paying attention to the to your KPIs. Yeah. So um, tell me, when, when you're, um, you know, when you're starting out with that, I just totally lost my train of thought. That's okay. <laughs> I thought that was going to be me first. <laughs> so, um, in any case, so like when you're, um, man, I can't think of what I was going to ask you. So I'm just going to ask you something else. So really, you've been online. So you've been online for a long time. So what's something, a piece of advice you would give someone who's just starting out? Um, well, yeah, I mean, I mean, not to go on about it, but I would say test absolutely everything. I know, I know that I've just gone on about that, but you know, you know, I see, I hear so many people like telling me that, you know, that they're not doing, uh, very well in their business. They're not able to grow their business. They're not able to improve their profits or increase sales, you know, and it generally comes down to, you know, the fact it's the quality of leads that the, the, the getting, or sorry, not getting. Um, and I think, you know, marketing, is really all about understanding your customers' needs uh, and providing with a solution to fulfill those needs. So, you know, you've got to test every part of the process. You know, I've got an upcoming book um, and one of my chapters is totally focused on uh, testing, um, you know, testing your marketing activities to, you know, to, is basically is key to running a successful business. And, you know, I can't really stress that enough. It's just about test, test, test. And really, you know, that, that's where you need to be paying attention to. So, um, so you, you work with a framework? You, uh, sorry, what? So do you work with a framework and then you're testing within that or what, do you, what are you testing? Yeah, the engagement at every, every level. So, you know, whatever communication you're putting out there, it's kind of what engagement, what responses um, you get back from it. So it could be engagement in terms of likes. Um, it could be comments. Um, it, it could be if there's a call to action, is, did they click through to the call to action? If they did, did they opt in? Did they follow through? So it's the, the entire thing, really. But, you know, if you're not getting people to the page um, and they're not taking action on that page, and obviously that's, you need to look at the, the step before. So, yeah, it's really important, and it, it can be very time-consuming to get that process right, especially if you have a number of steps. So, you know, you just got to go gently. Um, you know, I, th I think when we've spoken before um, previously on, on subjects like this, you know, it's all about, you know, creating um, well, breaking the hurdle, the first hurdle. So it's taking those small steps um, and getting them just a little bit closer towards you. Yeah. Do you find that a lot of people – have problems with they don't clearly understand what they do for others yeah that, that's a good point actually um I, I think that's probably right you know i think the strategy is a key piece really in you know in terms of like understanding who you 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 you, you sell to and i think if you really think you've got a great product and service, um, you know, sometimes you're just so fixated on, on that that you can't really see actually whether there's a demand for it or if you actually marketed it in the right way um, for people to, to, to buy it. So, yeah, I, I would definitely think that is the case, yes. 
So let me ask you a different question, totally. So where have you done a lot of snowboarding? Uh, so I did uh, two seasons out in the French Alps in uh, Teen, which kind of links with Val d'Isère. So Val d'Isère is the, the, the posh one, the expensive one that everybody knows. But Teen just sits above it, um, and that's where I was. But you could, you could easily ski into Val d'Isère, so uh, yeah, it was great. But Teen, it's for, for snowboarding, the piece uh, I saw wide uh perfect for snowboarders we don't have to worry about you skiers getting in the way so (laughs) so tell us a story like tell us a real story from that like what's something you really remember you'll always remember um and be like specific (laughs) as specific as you can yeah be specific uh well i mean there's there's lots of stories trust me i mean you know i think it's a young person's game when you're doing when you're out there um and ultimately yeah as a chalet host you know obviously my role was to look after my guests on a weekly basis so that obviously uh covered cooking cleaning and you know entertaining so yeah i think we have lots of fun stories but um i worked for a company actually that called ski world and they're a british company out in france so all our guests were english and we had like a set menu. So really nobody tends to go uh, skiing or snowboarding for more than two weeks. So we had a, a repeatable menu that we had to cook every for the, the last two weeks. But what, so basically, uh, yeah, one of the days was um, Mexican night. So you can imagine uh, in the Alps, high altitude, um, you know, refried beans and uh, spicy chili. Uh, you can imagine what that was like the next day. So, uh, yes, in, interesting times, <laughs> not necessarily all good fun. <laughs> and, um, yeah, the, the hot tub as well uh, was always quite interesting. It, it's kind of strange, really, because, you know, I think when couple young couples come, uh, it's almost like uh, when there's a hot tub, it's like they, they've never, you know, been in a hot tub before. So, yeah, as as as, as the cleaner, as the host, um, yeah, that was one of my jobs to, to to clean the hot tub. And there was certainly some interesting things that I found in there too. So, uh, <laughs> <laughs> enough we'll, said. We'll see. We'll keep it clean. This is, you know, anyways. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> so, um what's a, what's a piece of advice you'd like to live live you'd like to leave people with today what a piece of linkedin advice or, or yeah some... advice any kind of advice what kind of advice do you have for okay. people in general in life well i'm kind of on the train of linkedin now so what would give right. you a piece of linkedin uh, advice um well, here we go uh, so yeah i think one, one of the things that I think that's working for me right now and my clients is LinkedIn articles. Um, uh, and I think giving lots of value through uh, content creation is the best way to engage your leads and, and build those profitable relationships. So LinkedIn is, is a publishing platform which does use very uh, reputable sources. Um, there are lots of thought leaders for every industry on the, on LinkedIn. So and because obviously it's driven, uh, because it is a search engine and driven by these keywords, um, when you're searching for something on LinkedIn, quite often you will you'll get back articles in your results. Um, so for me, uh, the best form of content in terms of creating credibility and uh, positioning your expertise um, it is creating articles. Uh, and if you if you, if your prospects are predominantly B two B, then I would focus on creating content and blogs 
on LinkedIn rather than your website and just optimizing them like you would on your website with specific keywords. Uh, and as you then start to build out your network and start building those relationships, you know, you will start seeing results. Um, so yeah, that was, would be one of my LinkedIn tips. Cool. That's very cool. So do you think it, um, so if somebody's just starting out in business, you know, they're making a transition from, um, you know, maybe they're, they've been working on a regular job and now that, and now, especially right now, they might be unemployed, whatever. Um, do you think that they could use LinkedIn and as their, as like the sole platform that they have? Just when it, Absolutely, you know, when it, yeah. Um, I mean, technically, you don't even need a website. I mean, a website just gives you a bit of credibility because people do use the net and look you up. So it is nice to have that kind of face sat there. But, you know, realistically, you can use LinkedIn um, as your website in inverted commas. Uh, and you can just use that platform to engage with your audience and build those relationships and have everything that you need on LinkedIn. So, yeah, I mean, I would I would say that you can if, if you really do have an offering, um, it doesn't have to be B2B, but realistically, uh, LinkedIn is a, a you know is based on industry and job titles, so it is kind of like focusing on business on businesses. So if you do have a product or service that you, you know sells to other businesses, it really is um, yeah it it, it it does the job. It's it's a one off, and you, you can you can maximize it as much as you want, uh, whether it's just on the platform itself or whether you want to take those relationships off into into your other funnels such as your website, etc. Cool. Um, I was going to ask you about high net worth individuals. Plenty of them. <laughs> On LinkedIn. I don't know how. I've never seen people advertise themselves as a high worth, uh, you know, net individual. So, uh, but they definitely exist. And uh, there's, I don't know what the stats are at the moment, but yeah, I think you know, there's a lot of millennials um, on LinkedIn. Cool. Um, so people want to get a hold of you. How? What do they? How do they reach out to you? Yeah, I mean, uh, connect with me on LinkedIn. Uh, that is my, my favorite uh, form of communication, definitely. So let's uh, start the engagement there. You can visit my website as well, which is uh, targetedleads.com. <laughs> it was .co.uk, but now it's .com. So cool. uh, check that out. And what's, what's your uh, LinkedIn profile? It is, um, well, actually, it's um, linkedin.com forward slash um, IN, I believe, forward slash Zoe Kennedy. So simple. So it's just Zoe. Z Z O E. <laughs> yeah, don't forget Zoe. the Z O E. Yeah. Cool. Very good. Well, hey, thanks right. so much for being with us today. Uh it's been fun. Pleasure. And uh we'll uh talk again. All right, thank you, Steve. Thanks very much for your time. Bye bye. Thanks so much for listening to Harness the Web with your host, Steve Peck. For more great content and to stay up to date, visit HarnessTheWeb.net. We'll see you next time.